I have the discovery of the world's worst plant. And I've got a fearsome pirate, and you've never heard of her. I haven't? You probably have. It's Dateverse! Yeah! Welcome along. It's uh, two facts from history pitted against each other, and it's a fight. And if you don't understand, read the description of the thing. It's a fight about yeah, dates. it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm Jake Yap. He's Nat Tapley. Yep. And we're just going to go to it right Indeed. now. It's time for round one. Round one! Jake, uh, what's your first one? Okay. 1720. It is the capture of uh, three pirates, Anne Bonny, mm-hmm. Mary Reed, and John Rackham. They're captured by Captain Jonathan Barnett and brought to Spanish Town, Jamaica, for trial. Mm. And I just want to say, Anne Bonny sounds amazing. Yeah, uh, She was born in the Kingdom of Ireland. Have you heard of her, Anne Bonny? Because I said you hadn't. Um, I've heard of Anne yeah, Bonny. Of course yes, you yes, have. Yes, no, I fine. have. Well, then I suck. Um, Not the other, you had another lady pirate just then, though, who I hadn't heard of. Who was your... Who yeah, was Mary Reed. Mary Reed, I hadn't heard of Mary her. Mary Reed. Yeah. Uh, she was born in Ireland around 1700. She moved to London. Uh, I mean, like, she was captured at the age of 20. What a life she'd lived already. She then went to the province of Carolina when she was about 10 years old. Mm-hmm. She then married so she, she's 10. and moved to Nassau in the Bahamas. Voluntarily when she was 10? She married some sometime between the age of right. 10 and 15. So technically mm-hmm. not voluntarily. Uh, moved to Nassau in the Bahamas around 1715, which was a sanctuary for pirates. And there she met Calico Jack Rackham Ooh. and became his pirate partner and lover. He sounds like he's from Cats. He sounds like a character. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, because it's making me want to try and do the song now. Okay. Um, in 1720, Rackham and his crew, they're attacked by a sloop captained by Jonathan Barnett under a commission from Nicholas Laws, governor of Jamaica. Most of the pirates, it says, uh, they put up very little resistance because most of them were too drunk to fight. <laughs> Which is always a bad play. But it is the upside of being a pirate, is that, you know... You don't have to stay sober at any point. You can drink and drive. Yeah. Uh, they were, they yeah. were convicted and sentenced by Governor Laws to be hanged. Mm. And Bonnie's last words to Rackham were, Had you fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. <laughs> Harsh. Had to get the last word. But here's the thing, and this has an amazing uh, parallel with another pirate story. Um, which I'll talk about in a second. But both Mary Reed and Anne Bonny pleaded their bellies. They basically mm. asked for mercy because they were pregnant. I'm full of children. I'm full of children. You can't. And so yeah. this is horrific. The court granted them a stay of execution until they gave birth. Uh, Reed died in prison, most likely from a fever from childbirth. Anne stayed in prison until she gave birth. And no more is known about her. What? We don't actually know if she was executed or not. How can that be true? But extraordinarily, Mm. this has such parallels with Blackbeard, uh, the pirate. Mm. So he was captured. um, Because she had a big black beard as well. Just off North Carolina. And it turned out that his first mate who had been uh, living on the ship as a man Mm. was a woman. Yes. And no one on the ship knew 
and then again sentenced to death and said did they uh, check just to make sure that everyone all these ships wasn't women yeah. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> is anyone here and then, not a woman and then again she was sentenced to death and said you can't hang me I'm pregnant and she was but the, the story of Blackbeard is astonishing and so do they have descendants uh, yeah yeah presumably so there are still little Blackbeards running around yeah to this day yeah well they're all over the place Very, it's very in right now <laughs> But the story of Blackbeard is an amazing story, um, and I think it was his his, uh, his uh, an old crew member of his. Um, I, I can't remember his name, but he was sentenced to death, and he was literally standing on the gallows, mm. about to be hanged, when a guy came running up from a ship that had just put into port. This was probably in Jamaica, somewhere in the Caribbean. Um, they just arrived from London with. A pardon from the king for all pirates and literally the the noose was pretty much untied from his neck yeah. and if the ship had arrived even like two minutes later he would have died but he got this pardon and walked free do you reckon he was stalling for time before Amazing. that like let's just wait and see if any pardons arrive <laughs> yeah. let's not be too hasty <laughs> do you have any last words <laughs> well yes i do As it happens yes, i, I have 943,000 yeah. last words <laughs> Yes. So, uh, what you got? I've got uh, 1492. Uh, Christopher Columbus, oh. for the very first time on the 15th of November, mentioned the tobacco plant. It was the first experience of the Western world with the weed that was to destroy many of the people who lived in it. Um, Columbus mentions <laughs> it, took some of it back. One of his sailors, Rodrigo de Jerez, took it up. He was smoking, he went around Spain smoking ostentatiously, but people were so scared of him in Spain that he was arrested and spent several years in prison for it just because they thought he was uh, possessed by Satan because <laughs> he was blowing smoke out of his nose and mouth. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I like being that committed, that being that committed to smoking, because as a teenager I was quite committed to smoking, and as a young man I was very committed to smoking, but not so much I think that I would have spent years in prison rather than going no, it's fine, I'll give up. I uh, see. You're a quitter. Um, <laughs> it's my right to look like Satan lives inside my belly. I, f- <laughs> I feel you should win that simply because um, that gave rise to one of the finest comic monologues of all time, the Bob Newhart. Mm. It's Nutty Walt on the line again. Yeah, and it also made sure that uh, Ken Clark can be employed by British American Tobacco for many years. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Oh, yeah. What was that story about Kenneth Clark? Yes, he was director when they admitted that smuggling cigarettes to third world, chil- third world children in order to get them addicted to cigarettes. Father of the house. That's, Ken Cl- that's cuddly Ken Clark for you there. The, uh, the Justin Fletcher <laughs> of facts. Just popularising them with the children. <laughs> smoke! Smoke! <laughs> Uh, yeah that would be yeah (laughs) what's in my spotty lungs Uh, shall we do the birthdays hello hello (laughs) sorry yes go on happy birthday to christoph von grafenried the landgrave of carolina he was a Swiss aristocrat. What? I don't know what any of that means. No, neither does anyone. He was a Swiss aristocrat who decided to go to America in the 18th century um, and with an explorer called John Lawson who said he could find him lots of lovely places in Carolina where he could build a 
an aristocratic seat equal to his one near Bern in Switzerland. So he went there with John Lawson. Uh, they promptly tried to evict lots of the Tuscarora Indians who lived around them. Then the Tuscarora Indians took them both captive and put John Lawson to death. They tortured him in front of Christoph von Grafenried, who still insisted on calling himself the Landgrave of Carolina and trying to build mm. a small make-believe castle there. Uh, there are no details of how John Lawson was tortured, but in the book I was reading, it also had on the next page a recipe John Lawson wrote for hickory nut soup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, in which one of the instructions was take the nuts and grind them between two large stones. Oof. Which I imagine is what happened. Uh, so that's Christoph von Grafenried, who tried to recreate his Swiss aristocratic home in Carolina and annoyed the natives so much they burnt it to the ground and sent him back with his tail between his legs. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to Georgia O'Keeffe, who is known for her pictures of enlarged flowers, according to the internet, <laughs> uh, which is like saying Hugh Hefner was best known for all his articles he commissioned off Norman Mailer. Uh, also, happy birthday to Richmond Crompton, who wrote Just oh. William, and is also the name of a Weatherspoons pub in Bromley. I've been there. Have you been there? Have you? I haven't been. Yeah, there. I've I've been there. Is it? It's everything you'd expect. Is it? Is it nice? It's it's a it's a Weatherspoons pub in Bromley. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what yeah, you would want. Yeah. Uh, yes, William and the Nine Pints of Lager <laughs> was a sensational book. <laughs> Will you and the two for one on shots with a Z? Yeah, I always um, felt like they they always got William wrong whenever there were dramatizations of William. He was always the sort of mm. rather middle class, sort of rather nice boy. And the thing with William was he he, mm. he wasn't. He he was he was a proper sort of urchin, and he and he always had good intentions. They were always kind of all oh, the mischievous blah blah blah. He wasn't that. He always <laughs> he wanted to do the right thing. He he had really and his the, was the just books are too poor to be able to. The books are still so funny and so good. Ah, they're mm. a joy. If you haven't read them, read read them with an open mind. They're 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 fantastic. And start today. It's her birthday. Yeah, that would be a nice thing to do. Death days. Uh, happy death day. Death day. Happy death day to John Le Mazurier. Oh. Only because it's an opportunity for you to do an impression of him, which I'm sure you can. Uh, well, no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Oh, he was so wonderful. Yeah, he was good. Also, happy death I'm day glad to that we're only, no. like, we're only, like, what, ten episodes in or something, I and mean, we've had two yeah. mentions of the cast members of Dad's Army. I feel like, historically, yeah. we've got our priorities <laughs> we have right. all the death days. We had Clive Dunn. Yeah. 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 Uh, can't wait for Arthur Lowe. So then we can both to Arthur Lowe the whole day. Um, happy Lowe. death day to... Arthur Lowe. Uh, to Nathuram Godsey. <laughs> The assassin of Mahatma Gandhi, who I assume talked like Arthur Lowe. Um, <laughs> his children asked for his children asked for clemency during his trial. No, his children didn't ask for clemency. Sorry, Mahatma Gandhi's children asked for clemency for his uh, assassin, but he was executed anyway. Oh. Uh, also, happy death day to Joanna of Pfert, who was of the pardon? Countess of Pfert. <laughs> Because <laughs> it sounds funny. That's what they yeah. to Joanna of Pfert. She was the Countess of Pfert who negotiated a peace treaty between the Habsburgs <laughs> and the House of Luxembourg in 1351. Um, and she, I think, is the first example of a woman negotiating a peace Pfert. treaty that we've got. And Pfert. Open a window, and She was the first. Yes, uh, that was, yeah, good. Okay, let's have round two. 
So, round two, I'm going to take you back to 1920 and the first meeting of the General Assembly of the wow. League of Nations. At the end of the First World War, everyone came together and the Americans, Woodrow Wilson turned up from across the ocean with his 14 points of how we would create world peace forevermore, including the creation of the League of Nations, to which all countries would sign up and instead of having wars, they would resolve uh, their issues peacefully. And everyone signed up to it, apart from the Americans, who said no. Woodrow Wilson went back and said, we should sign up to this because we invented it. And Congress said, no, we don't want to do that. Don't be silly. Go away and tell everyone we're not joining in. So uh, Germany wasn't then invited because they'd lost the war. Russia wasn't invited because they were all Bolsheviks. America wasn't in it because Congress had decided not to. So when we say League of Nations, you, we mean essentially... League of Belgium. They even had the meeting at the Palais Wilson, named after Woodrow Wilson, uh, which must have really stung when he couldn't turn up to be part of it. Wow. So that's mine. I think the League of Nations, which showed both the hope we always have for international organisations and our absolute crapness at making them in any way effective. <laughs> I can't say crap, I'm sorry. And our absolute rubbishness at making them in any way effective. That's good. That's, I mean, well done, that's Britain. Mine. That's really great. <laughs> well, well done, us. I'm going to 1968. Mm. Now, I mean... What beverage would you say, apart from cheap cologne, would you say was synonymous mm. with Russia? Russia? Uh, vodka. Right. Well. Yeah, good. I'm glad. It's 1968 and the Soviet Premier Khrushchev yeah. had been boasting about how great Russian vodka is and how it's better than any other vodka in the world. Mm. Uh, well, uh, I'm sad. Yummy vodka. Yeah, I'm sad to say that on November the fifteenth, nineteen sixty-eight, Russia ran out of vodka and had to <gasps> import some from America. No. Yeah. Surely there are closer places like Finland. They could have got some from. Or yeah, but I, it's probably to go to their a, a ideological enemy thing. at the height of the Cold War. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they yeah, yeah. needed so much vodka. Yeah, wow. I like that kind of. Listen, mate, this could, this could kick off any minute. But uh, can we can we have some vodka? Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. we we have come up with a far superior way of running society than you have. Yeah. Please yeah. lend us some yeah. booze. We've basically we've run out of grain and potatoes, <laughs> and we'd like to get drunk. <laughs> can you help? So, how long after this was? Khrushchev replaced by Brezhnev? It can't have been long after that. Probably, this must have been probably about quite soon week. after that. Yeah. <laughs> the next day. <laughs> November 16th. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I got. I had a friend who travelled to that's Russia me. and um, uh, I can't really sort of ended up sort of arranging someone was driving them somewhere and they were a bit worried mm -hmm. because the guy driving was literally drinking aftershave. <laughs> I mean, beautiful breath, um, but... Yeah, as you say, he had great breath, but was, yeah. Yeah, good. Well, did they get there? Presumably they're yeah, not... Yeah, yeah, no, it was all fine. The story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, hooray for... So, for all, as far as yeah. we know, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> okay, well, I think League of Nations has to take priority over booze, doesn't it? Yeah, all right. Yes, I'll take League of Nations. I okay. think that's... I think fair so. Enough. I think that's fair. Uh, and also, I never really knew what the League of Nations was, so thank you for clearing that up. 
No problem. Appreciate Anytime. It. See you again. Same time tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's 13-7. <laughs> Looking good. 13-7. Um, don't, don't forget to smash that like button. And leave a comment yes, below. Yes, write a review. Yes. No, yeah, no, join no. the Facebook page. Yes, Follow do that. Follow the Twitter account. Tell someone. Yeah, because we're quite needy. Just tell someone. We're generally about because we're underemployed. So, yes. um, yeah, do get in touch. That would be lovely. <laughs> And we'll see you in bed. Tell your other. You know what I've been listening to? Yes, we'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Just going to get worse. Okay, well done. Bye. Bye. Bye.